everybody. This is Vanessa Markey, along with my lovely, sarcastic, pain-in-the-rear husband, Michael. Handsome. Handsome, yes, Loving. sometimes. But today I want to go on about what chaps my lips and frosts my tips. Have you guys ever gone in somewhere and judged somebody for how they look and their appearances? Well, let me tell you, there's a difference between what you wear in a building industry and how people treat you. When I wear jeans and a t-shirt, they talk to me like I know what I'm doing. When I wear a dress, I get the proverbial hand wave. See you later. I'll come back when I need you. And that frosts my tips. Welcome to Fireproof Your Retirement, a show with 30 minutes of real questions, real concepts, and real answers. Your hosts are Michael and Vanessa Markey, a husband and wife duo with a playful on-air dynamic and common sense approach toward teaching listeners how to take control of their finances. Michael is the numbers and strategies guy who is passionate about solving financial issues. The standard deviation, I mean, I talk about standard deviation as well, but they talk about the, the beta, the alpha, the standard deviation of the particular uh, mutual fund allocation that we're looking at. Vanessa is the down-to-earth voice of reason, pulling his reins in. Okay, but your $5,000 couch isn't going to turn around and pay for something if you have a catastrophic event. This philosophy has led Michael and his firm, Legacy Financial Network, to receive national recognition from being named one of the 10 most innovative agencies in the country by AM Best, to being deemed a local celebrity from Insurance Newsnet Magazine and a hero to the insurance industry from Life Health Pro. He has even been given the Moving America Forward Award from William Shatner. And now, here are your hosts, Michael and Vanessa Markey. All right, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Fireproof Your Retirement. I am your host, Michael Markey, with me, my wife, Vanessa. And it's the show where the only blanket statement that we like, that we don't like blanket statements, and our goal is to help people clarify and really objectify money differently to help them in their everyday lives. So I see I've lost my what grinds my gear segment segment. No, no, no. I just wanted to show you how it needed to be short and sweet. That's very convenient considering we discussed that prior to the recording. But today's show, we're going to go over some mistakes that we've seen everyday families making. Some of the biggest mistakes families and individuals are making with their 401k or their employer plans. Yes. We're going to go over an article you read in the Wall Street Journal that goes mm -hmm. along with that. And the intro, the, what did you call it? Something frost your tips? Yes. Chaps your lips and frost your tips. Okay. That one. We talked about judging people. And that came up today because we've been talking a lot about how people judge others financially. And that when you look at somebody else's finances without a clear picture, without everything unraveled, a lot of times we're, I think, rationalizing maybe our own behaviors. And we're looking at what somebody else is doing saying, well, I'm not that bad. Right. And that's not the way this works best. That's not the way we're designed as humans. Um, it doesn't get you further along. And then lastly today, we hope to talk about some studies that have been done in our industry. Misleading studies. I think they're misleading. That suggest the new retirement age was how old? 70. A young 70. Yes. A spring chicken. Something like that. Just leaving the coop. Right. 
Finally got out of mom and dad's house. No. (laughs) (laughs) And we say it's misleading because while some of the statistical evidence was accurate, I think it makes people focus on the wrong thing. And one of the pieces we talk about a lot is that nothing's guaranteed. Absolutely. You may have a health thing happen in your life. It might be at 30. It might be at 60. No day is guaranteed. No month, no year. And there is a fine line about enjoying today to a degree where we can't enjoy tomorrow, but sacrificing so much today for tomorrow and then tomorrow never coming. So I want to talk about that today, too. So this week, while I was at work and periodically eating lunch and things, I like to scroll through stuff. I'm kind of turning into Mike, actually. I'm becoming a nerd. I don't know how I feel about this, guys. Um, Well, you did go to Hope, (laughs) so this was inevitable to some degree. Anyways, I came across a couple of articles um, about just some interesting things and savings mistakes or investment mistakes. Wait a minute. Back up the truck, throw the flag on that play, 15-yard penalty. You just said, I found some things Interesting, and you're talking about bum 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 finances. Finances can be fun when we look at it differently. I suppose. (laughs) Not like you're drinking your protein shake on your two minute lunch. But, anyways, I digress. There were a couple of interesting articles that I found, so I sent them to you, and you thought, hey, we could bring this up. Mm -hmm. Um, The first one being a huge savings mistake that a lot of people, and to be honest, myself included, are making is they are not taking advantage of employer contributions right. into their 401k. And and in fact, there's actually something that was not part of the article that we just recently discovered ourselves. Um, a big thing that we were not doing that we just started doing is the HSA accounts. And, you know, I think a lot of people look at us and hear us on the radio. Maybe they read the book I wrote or the columns and they see some of the things that I... I really believe that we've been given, been blessed enough to have, and they just automatically assume, oh, you know, they're perfect with money, just like anybody else. <laughs> no. <laughs> just, my wife just bought Justin Timberlake CD. No, I'm kidding. You bought it for right. me. I was trying to be nice. Mm-hmm. But just like anybody else, we get caught up in life. We got kids. We got relatives. We got Christmas and birthdays, life, and it happens. The HSA, I want to keep it quick because it wasn't part of that article, but until last year, we didn't know that the insurance through your employer provided it was HSA um, mm-hmm. compatible or compliant. Right. right. And HSAs aren't used a lot. And I think this is completely stupid because almost everybody out there listening right now, you have uh, how many? What, if I Googled it, percentage of Americans that are on some type of prescription, here's the answer 98.352. That's not actually the answer, but you get my point. Right. We all got this stuff we're going through and you put it into an HSA. It's a tax deduction. So if you know you're going to go through $500 of prescriptions this year, you can put $500 in and get a tax deduction and pull it out and not get taxed on it. It's tax free. Even if it doesn't grow, you got the deduction. And if you're in the 12%, that's the new bracket, but the 12% bracket. And you're in the four and a quarter state. I'm going to call that five. You get a 17% discount on all of the comp- you know compatible compliant um, purchases. Yeah, healthcare related purchases through that HSA. Right. If I told you go to Myers, Myers is now going to discount even a clearanced healthcare item that you'll need anyway for 17%. Would you do it? Absolutely. 
And it rolls over, by the way. So if you don't use it, you don't lose it. Right. But anyway, go ahead. I'm sorry. So after your short, quote unquote, tirade about HSAs. Um, For me, that was fairly short. I will applaud you on that. Um, basically, the article, short and sweet, said if you're not taking advantage of your employer contributions um, into your 401k, you're basically losing a raise. You should look at it as a, a raise because mm-hmm. not everybody's taking it. And they use the example of 5%. Um, usually what I've found from past experience is somewhere around three or four. But anyways, right. 5%, that's 5% more than what you had before. Mm-hmm. So they will match that. And that's just like free money. So we do need to take a quick break here. Um, but when we come back, Mike, how about you take over the nerdy side and explain what that means in uh, actual dollar values? <laughs> I think we can do that, but let's take that quick break. The ups and downs of the stock market can be exciting, but not if you're near or in retirement. Predictable returns may not be exciting, but your needs tend to change later in life. When you are ready for a relatively more predictable financial plan, call Legacy Financial Network. We focus on crafting effective financial strategies. You can get your adrenaline rush elsewhere. Give our office a call at 855-LF-NETWORK or visit us at LegacyFinancialNetwork.com. Welcome back, everyone, to the second segment of Fireproof Your Retirement. Before the break, we talked about some of the biggest mistakes everyday people are making in their 401k or let's just say employer-sponsored retirement plans. Yes. And you wanted me to go over what with everyone? The nerdy number side. So I know you warned me during the break, don't go too far. So you've promised for our listeners. I'll stop him. All right. So I found a article, I think it was on Bloomberg. Yes. And it said that two thirds of Americans aren't contributing to their 401k. Which is a huge number. Huge. And the reason this is so big is you got to understand that our industry is kind of in an infancy stage. You go, how could it be? It's been around for hundred you know, or so years. Yeah, but. We had a cataclysmic event in the 70s. 1977, we create the 401k plan. That's a transition from pension to 401k. You, if you're listening right now, a lot of your retirement is pegged on what you do while you're working. How much you save, not how much you you earn on those savings. The number one factor of wealth, how much you will save. Correct. So how much does this mean on a monthly basis? What would it actually reduce income? So we just assumed, we did a couple reports, little Google searches, we found the median, that means not average, that means right in the middle. Half the incomes in West Michigan will be above, half will be below. Now we're in Ottawa, Muskegon, we're in a lot of counties, so we kind of took an average of those, but the median- An average of an average. Well, an average of a median. Okay, right. So the average middle number. Right. (laughs) It was 50,000 per household. Mm -hmm. I think that's a good number, because it's also an easy number. Absolutely. A 3% employer match is $1,500 per year. Yes. Now, let's just use the easiest form that says the employer will match it dollar for dollar. And why am I using this? Because a lot of people in West Michigan work for small companies, smaller employers. And a lot of those smaller employers are using things called a safe harbor 401k, or they're using a simple IRA. Those two plans, a lot of them, now there's intricacies to them, but the vast majority that I see will do dollar for dollar up to 3%. 3%. That's why we're using it. 
$50,000 of household income at 3% $1,500. Now, you got to put in $1,500 to get the $1,500. Right. But what does $1,500 really translate on a monthly basis? That's $125. But that $125 isn't what your pay is reduced. That's going, you know, that it's putting away. Right. But because that will go prior to paying income tax. Now, you will still pay your Social Security and Medicare on those yep. dollars. But you will not pay federal, city, or state on those dollars. Correct. So it takes, if you put 125 in that employer plan, your take-home pay is going to come down by about $100. Okay. Now, it might be 110 It might be 95 but 100 is a pretty good number here. Okay. That's 50 bucks a pay period. Mm-hmm. The average person out there working 80 hours a week, I'm telling you, you that's less than a $1 an hour um, reduction in pay. Right. So if you're making 15 bucks an hour, that's going from 15 to 14. If you're making 12, it's going 12 to 11. If you're making 25, it's going down from 25 to 24. Right. I want everyone to rewind the clock real quick. I want you to go back memory lane. I want you to sit there and I really want you to imagine a minute we're back into 2008. Or I want you to go back and remember 1999. Or I want you to go back and remember the early 90s. These are recessionary periods. Okay. What happens during a typical recessionary period? People freak out about their savings. And wages go down. Right. Employers say, hey, I got to bring everyone's wages down by 10% just temporarily so we can keep everyone on. Right. And when that happened, for most of our listeners, if I said, hey, if your pay went from $15 a month or $15 an hour to $14 an hour. $15 $15 a month would be horrible. <laughs> Make it work. No. But if you went from $15 an hour down to 14 what bill next month are you going to be late on? Probably none. What bill in six months are you going to be late on? Zero. You'll figure it out. Right. So you need to start figuring this out now. Here's what it translates. I'm not going to use the Dave Ramsey, well, a 12% annualized return. I'm not going to use 8%. I'm not going to use 6 I'm going to use 5 A 5% rate of return for the next 20 years. It's over $100,000 in account value at 5%. Most people, go on, on Google search, The Motley Fool, Wall Street Journal, Bloomberg are all going to tell me I'm wrong. They're going to tell me that a good diversified, well-balanced portfolio will earn far in excess of 5%. I don't care. I don't care. Use five. Because it's easy and it's safe. Over $100,000. What does that mean? You're going to reduce your pay by $1,500 a year, which really translate though, translates to about $1,200 out of pocket per year. Right. For 20, for 20 years. Mm-hmm. That's the math. Twenty-four grand goes into one hundred and five. But you say, you know what, Mike? I don't trust this whole stock market thing. At 5%, I, that might be still too risky for me. So what is it at two? Because a lot of employer plans have a fixed rate option, like a one-year CD. Okay. The average that I see for those is a 2% rate. Okay. At two... Do you have a guess? 50. 75,000. So that's not bad. With no risk. I shouldn't say no. Very minimal risk. Right. That 24,000 is going to be at 75. That's pretty cool. Mm -hmm. But people aren't doing it. Two-thirds of Americans, two-thirds of our listeners, if that math holds true, if we take the national numbers and make it, you know, our local numbers. And I would tell you, different counties, different areas we go in, Some are doing better than others. Right. But I think there's some reasons. I think there's some factors, maybe intimidators, that prevent people from doing this. Mm -hmm. And when we come back, 
we're going to go over what we have found to be some of the biggest factors that prevents people from putting into these employer plans. Are you confident in your financial plans? At Legacy Financial Network, we would like to help you craft a strategy with the right plan, process, and professional to help you through the construction of your financial pyramid, starting with a solid foundation. We will help provide you with the resources, tools, and understanding you need to be successful. To learn more and to receive your personal financial pyramid guide, visit LegacyFinancialNetwork.com or call us at 855-LF-NETWORK. Welcome back, everybody, to our third and final segment here today. Uh, Before the break, Mike went on what I thought was going to be a tirade about numbers and calculations and deet, 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 deet. And he actually did a pretty good job. Right, thank you. I have to say, I didn't get lost. (laughs) And quite frankly, I didn't realize that $100 a month would equal $75,000 over time. It's amazing how quickly it does add up. Right. And no, I don't think people realize that. No. I mean, when you and I first got married and we were looking at cable. Now, we have cable now, but at the time, even though we could afford it, we looked at what cable was going to cost. You pulled out a calculator. It was three years worth of your wages at the time. And we'd be lying to say right now that we're not looking at possibly getting rid of it again because we've had it now for a period of time. reason we got it, let's be honest, Jim Harbaugh came to Michigan. (laughs) But we also had... Yeah, yeah, that's how that went. I wanted cable, and I got told no, and then Jim Harbaugh comes to Michigan football, and Mike gets his wishes. Oh, cable. We agreed at the time, but also, we were getting some feedback from radio listeners that, hey, you're telling us to get rid of cable, and you haven't had it in over a decade. You don't know what you're missing. Right. Um, Now, we led into the break. We said there are... There are factors that prevent people from contributing to employer plans. Correct. So what is it that intimidates most people? I mean, I would say first and foremost is a lot of people live paycheck to paycheck, so I don't think that they can afford that $50 a paycheck. Right. I mean... Do you agree? Not necessarily. I I mean, bluntly, and I know people get mad at me, I don't. That's the analogy we gave earlier. If your pay was reduced by $50 a week... Right. You still wouldn't miss your bills. You probably wouldn't go out to eat as much. You'd figure it out. Right. You've done it before. Right. Or you wouldn't go buy your four bottles of wine at Meyer at your 10% discount. You'd get it in a box. <laughs> or you wouldn't get it at all. Or you'd go without. But, or you'd eat more mac and cheese. But I, I honestly, I truly believe that people don't think that they can afford reducing their paycheck by $50. Mm-hmm. So that's number one. Mm-hmm. Number two. And number two is, and don't interrupt me because we will come back to this, um, is people think they're going to lose money in their investment. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's a huge factor for them is they don't want to lose what they put in. Right. And then number three, and to be quite honest, I am also one of these at the beginning of it. Mm -hmm. They think they're going to look stupid because they're not really entirely sure what they're doing. Well, that was one of the, the struggles we had bringing you on the show. Not that we were afraid you would look stupid. You were afraid of that. You've got a financial background. You've got a degree in business that's, you know, a business degree and finance degree, very similar. You run a business, you run the household budget, you had an insurance license, but you were afraid you weren't going to have the knowledge you needed. Right. And it might have been partly uh, bad form that I pitched this new format to a couple of different radio shows before speaking with you and then came home one day and said, hey, on. Super bad form. Yeah. Hey, guess what? They're really excited by this new formula. What formula? Format's that. 
Well, we're both going to be on. No. Let me let me tell you, anytime that Mike does something that I know I don't want to do or don't want to be participate a participant in, he comes home and goes, so honey, <laughs> look at what I found today. And I'm going, and it's going to end up in our driveway or here or there in half an hour, isn't it? That's not entirely true, but somewhat accurate. <clears throat> so, so anyways. Let's go back to the number one. So people afraid they can't afford it. I know mm-hmm. I interjected earlier, but you know what? This is one of the first shows. We're not running out of time. Because you didn't go on any tirades. We'll talk about that. Mm-hmm. Afraid they can't afford it. I think that's a bad, you know, that's a bad, um, that's a false fear. That's, you know, again, for the average person, $50 a pay period. You can you can listen right now and go one of two directions. You can say, we don't understand that we've got more than we need and we've been blessed and we're out of touch with where you're at and I don't get it, we don't get it, and, po- and couldn't possibly. Right. And that, you know what, quite frankly, probably is true for some people that, that are listening, that it's not there. But, you know, because I've met people that way. Mm-hmm. So you can't tell me, I'll tell you right now, genuinely, I do understand because I meet people at all walks of life. We don't discriminate who comes in our system based on assets. We have a three-pronged rule. Do you need help, want help, can we help? That's it. Need, want, can. Right. So I see a lot of different things. But I'll tell you this. I also meet people all the time who say, Mike, I can't, we can't cut this budget down. There's not room in this. And in the end, we find out what's really important and they can. Right. So most of you listening... If you're sitting there going, oh, they just don't get it where I'm at. That might be true, but it's more likely that there are changes you can make. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I don't know why I've grown an affinity to mac and cheese, <laughs> but it's cheap. And I know it doesn't provide a lot of nourishment. But here's the thing. If you can lower your spending right now, you will get some raises. And if you don't and it's uncomfortable, that uncomfortableness will force you to look for a different job. We'll force you to get another job. We'll force you to cut something else out. Well, I mean, it could be as simple as you brought up mac and cheese. Mm-hmm. It could be as simple as buying the store brand items and cutting right. your grocery bill down by $50. Because quite frankly, if you look at name brand cereal yes. versus yep. store-bought cereal, I mean, there's like a 50 to sometimes 75% difference in cost. Sure. And yes, sometimes the store-bought ones don't taste that good. But... Oh, well put up with it for six months, a year, whatever. And eventually you actually form a habit. Now we've got daylight savings time, the spring ahead Mm -hmm. thing that's going to be here shortly. And that you're leaving me home with the kids. And when I want to try, I remember a few years ago, I wanted to start getting up a little bit earlier, but it's really hard. Mm -hmm. It's hard to just wake up an extra hour early. But I took that opportunity at the daylight savings, the spring ahead to then keep waking up at the normal time. Right. And boom, now, all of a sudden, I was waking up earlier. Cool. Worked for me. Um, isn't that the same thing that's happening right now with this tax, new tax law? Taxes, for most of our listeners, will be coming down. Not a ton. Right. But $50 a pay period, 100 bucks a month? Sure. I Absolutely. mean, actually, that's not completely that far off because I got my first paycheck after the tax law, and it was like $20 more than what it was. Sure. And I do the payroll, but I don't go through and right. figure out that. So I call my mom and I'm like, why is my paycheck higher? I didn't ask for yeah. <laughs> like by $20. Did somebody cut something out of our taxes or whatever? Cause I don't want that to come back on me at the end of the year. Right. And she goes, no, um, the accountant made the adjustments for the tax thing. And I went, yep. Oh, 
cool. That's awesome. $20 and more dollars. So that $20 would be, you know, if you were to defer those, if those were to go into a plan, that would be more like a $25 contribution. Maybe right. not quite that high, but mm-hmm. you guys get the point. So with your take home income coming up a little bit right now, that could be one way you start this. But here's the thing. If you don't start it now, if you don't have it come off the top, you're never going to do it. Right. Number two, they're afraid that you could lose money. Right. And that's a valid fear. 2008 wasn't that long ago. Some people don't have an appetite towards risk. Now, my industry teaches us as advisors, our job is to help you take the risk that you're capable of taking, not comfortable. Mm -hmm. It's the stupidest, stupidest rule of thumb. Because when we help somebody take the amount of risk they're capable of taking rather than comfortable, then when we do have a downturn, they will abandon that strategy. So they'll buy when they feel confident in the market. Right. Which is about seven years into a bull market. Mm -hmm. Bull meaning rise. If you wonder... What's a bull? What's a bear? Remember, bears eat you. That's bad. Bear market, bad. Bulls can hurt you, but bears eat you. I was going to say, bulls can technically gore you. Yeah, but, but they don't eat you. They don't well, yeah. They don't just eat their whatever. So that's how you remember. Don't mess up my analogy. Um, but there are fixed rate options in many employer plans. Let's say maybe there isn't one. Well, then there's something called typically like a government bond option. Or a U.S. government bond option. And mm-hmm. you could go, well, U.S. government bonds aren't safe. <laughs> I got news for you. I'm not making a political statement here. U.S. government stops paying their debt obligations. The whole world crashes. Right. There are also, let's say that that's not an option. There may be something called a short duration bond. And short duration, the, the shorter the duration on a bond, the less risk. Okay. In general, generally speaking. So basically what you're saying is there are options so that you will not lose Fixed money. rate, government bonds, or a short duration. It may go down a 3 or 4% in a, in a recession. But it's not going to crash like... In theory. Right. I, I know I have to put that in theory in quotation marks that you can't say... Because things have happened in the world that we never expect. But I'm just giving you... You know, we're talking to, I don't know, 50,000, 60,000 people right now at once. A lot of different situations, but that that in theory. Right. It, and that's what we would do, by the way, for people, you know, maybe this puts it in perspective. Somebody comes into our firm and we're meeting and they've got an employer plan that they can't move. We're still going to help them with it. It drives me nuts that in, in our industry, advisors will help with the dollars they can manage and get paid for. But if that's half of the equation, equation then they ignore those employer plans. Because they're not going to get any money on them. Right. That, Got it. that doesn't make any sense to me. And the other one, by the way, I have met people that go, nope, my advisor manages my 401k. I go, cool. What is their process? They go, I give them my username and my password. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you're laughing. I'm not. I know you're not because you get very irritated about this stuff, but that is a dumb process. First of all, it's a violation of laws. And it may be a stupid law. And they may have the best of intentions. But if you have somebody working, handling your finances that doesn't understand basic law and they're the ones handling your finances, let me move on. Grumpy gills. Number three, people are afraid of looking stupid. Mm -hmm. They're afraid of buying maybe the wrong thing. Or they are just afraid that they have no idea what they're doing. Yep. Basically, I think is what it boils down to is they don't understand it, so they're not going to do it. And which is not bad, by the way. No, it's, it's human nature. I mean, how many people, you know, when you go back to elementary school 
And you remember the first time they were teaching basketball or dodgeball or whatever sport you want to use. You didn't know how it worked. None of your classmates knew how it worked. How many people out there listening that was the one where the, the instructor, the, the PE teacher said, now who wants to demonstrate this in the front of the class? How many people raised their hand? Zero. Yeah. Yes, Mrs. PE teacher. I'll be the one who climbs to the top of the rope and then falls down halfway going back down. <laughs> and uh, another grumpy gills. <laughs> but people are afraid of looking stupid, aren't they? Yes. In so many things. Absolutely. This isn't one of them. Put the money aside. If And there is help. Right. You can find advisors. And I'm not pushing to our firm. I, I believe in our workshops, obviously. You can go online, sign up for one of those. It's LegacyFinancialNetwork.com. LegacyFinancialNetwork.com. Call us locally, 589-4004. It's 589-4004. We help people with that all the time, but stop being afraid of looking stupid because the stupidest thing you could do would be to get to 65 and have nothing, only have social security. Yeah. Grandma, when you told me that all you need to do is live on the interest, grandma, that was a different world you lived in and we need to now do things differently. And there's going to be things that you have to do that maybe you are a little uncomfortable with, but that we can do that still work within your overall risk tolerances that can be done. I was hoping to talk about a few more things today, but we don't have time. Until next week, we are your hosts, Michael and Vanessa, and this has been another episode of Fireproof Your Retirement. God bless. This has been Fireproof Your Retirement. For more information, contact Michael J. Markey Jr. of Legacy Financial Network. Call toll-free at 855-LF-NETWORK or online at LegacyFinancialNetwork.com. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Mike Markey and Legacy Financial Network are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency.